Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome once again to Food for the Journey. And I do pray that it is genuine food for you, because God wants to lead us closer and closer to himself. And we can turn away. You don't want to do that. Turn back to him. Even if you've been away from the church for many years, and you are wishing to come back, do that. Go to the priest and tell him, in your parish, come back. Because we need all of us in this time, every time, really. But sometimes there are more than others. Be my protector, O God, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. Lead me, guide me. For the sake of your name. It comes from Psalm 31. And it's really, it's one I repeat sometimes in the day. Be my protector, go God, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock and my stronghold. Lead me, guide me for the sake of your name. You know, that. Antiphon is really something to memorize and just say it every day. It's worth it if you mean you really are talking to the Lord. O God, who teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true. There we are. Grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace as to become a dwelling pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. To abide is to remain firmly fixed in God. That just means coming to him every morning, talking to him. Talk to him at night, even if you say, oh, I can't do that. If you have to, then take a little break somewhere in the morning. Just say, Lord, I offer this day to you. I belong to you. Lead me in the way you want me to go. He hears you. He loves you for it. Today we look at the letter of St. James Chapter 1, verses 12 to 18. Blessed is he who perseveres in temptation. For what he has been proven, he will receive the crown of life that he promised to those who love him. No one experiencing temptation should say, I am being tempted by God. For God is not subject to temptation to evil, and he himself tempts no one. Rather, each person is tempted when lured and enticed by his desire. Then desire conceives and brings forth sin, and when sin reaches maturity, it gives birth to death. The death of the soul. Please, brothers and sisters, please go to the Lord. If you need to go to confession, as I've told you before, please do it. 
God will set you free. He will forgive you. But come to him and tell him you're sorry. Now we take a look. Psalm 94. Bless the man whom you instruct, O Lord, whom by your law you teach, giving him rest from evil days. For the Lord will not cast off his people, nor abandon his inheritance, but judgment shall again be with justice, and all the upright of heart shall follow it. When I say my foot is slipping, your mercy, O Lord, sustains me. When cares abound within me, your comfort gladdens my soul. Bless the man you instruct, O Lord. The more you read scripture every day, the more you read, even if it's a paragraph, but if you can read one, either the first reading or the Psalm 94 or the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, when you read them, they will give you wisdom for your day. They will help you. Please, God knows who we are. Remember that God's law is a gift. It keeps us on the right path. And it's so easy to get off the right path. Everything's drawing us. Everything wants to pull us in this direction and that direction. Some of it is just enthusiasm. But sometimes people are trying to lead us into things that are not good. Not good at all. Not for the soul. And you can't fix that in a certain sense. You go to confession and confess it, then it will be free. But please, brothers and sisters, take time to listen to him because he will lead us where we most need to go. Every day and every night, he will lead us. And now we take a look at the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 14 to 21. Gospel of Mark. Chapter 8 The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. Jesus enjoined them, Watch out, guard against the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They concluded among themselves that it was because they had no bread. When he became aware of this, he said to them, Why do you conclude that it is because you have no bread? Do you not yet understand or comprehend? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes and not see, ears and not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many wicker baskets full of fragments you picked up? They answered him, Twelve. When I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many full baskets of fragments did you pick up? They answered him, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not 
understand. See, in a sense, Jesus had to initiate relationships with the people. But he's been with people a while now, and they're still confused and wandering around or I don't want to pay attention to that or whatever the case might be. But Jesus loves you, and he wants to draw you to himself. And it's his word for us here in this century (laughs) is to read the Gospels for the day, read the readings for the day. And you say, well, why do I have to do that? You don't have to. But it's good to know what it's about so that when you go into church, you really can listen even more carefully. And I would encourage you to do that. You could read one each day during the week. You want whatever days you choose. God will hear you. Tomorrow Lent begins. I have just made a short meditation and my resolutions for this graced time. I want to practice recollection, penance, and charity. Recollection which can exist in the midst of busyness and exterior obligations from which less than any other woman I can excuse myself. The soul can be a cell as white and empty of worldly influence as the cell of a monk. The crucifix and some books, that is to say God and work, is what fills the solitude of nuns and monks. This is what can make a woman who is completely flooded with noise and activity solitary. Second, penance. Apart from penances prescribed by the church, I must perform my own unlike others, and in the trials of my life, or the distress of ill health, I shall have plenty of opportunity to deny myself. And finally, charity. Increasingly, to make myself all things to all people, to forget myself for others, to be always tolerant and cheerful, to show more love to those around me, to go more to little ones and to the humble, Even in times of debility and physical exhaustion, I must not be as lazy as I have been recently. I must prudently resume my work, but with more energy and perseverance. And always silence, unless speaking can do some good. Not to speak about myself to be more pleasant than I have been for a while, to smile and share in the joys and pleasures of other when I am very physically tired is more advantageous than when in good health. For the effort is greater. May others see in me only that which can console or do them some good. And may you alone, God, know the silent struggles within me. May Lent be a time of preparation and sanctification. 
may I perhaps become, oh my God, your instrument and your apostle for those I love and for those you love. I was just reading to you from a woman, Elizabeth Lesseur. She was a French laywoman. She died in 1914, and her atheist husband, upon reading her spiritual journey after her death, experienced a profound conversion and later became a Dominican priest. Think of that. Husbands and wives care for one another. Don't preach at them, but live the kind of life that will cause them to pay attention. And if they ask you any questions, then talk to them. Just say, I want you, you're my spouse, I want you closer to God than you have been. And reading these readings will help you. I just want to encourage you to do it. God hears that. You can be doing a great favor, but don't do it without your partner saying, do it now, and God will hear. God loves you. Do you know that? You are a disciple of Jesus. Open your heart to him more and more, and may God bless you. Mercy is at the heart and the center of God's love for us. To help you encounter God's mercy, I want to offer you a free copy of my booklet, Captured by Mercy. To request your copy, call 1-800-282-4789 or go to our website, renewalministries.net slash ffj.